Welcome everybody, I'm your host Jay Hill with Studio 6 Paranormal Productions and Podcasts now. Um, I had opted to change the name from Entertainment. Um, I'm still working on changing some things here and there, uh, especially since I now am on audio. So you can find my show on every podcast uh, platform that does audio. So... Yeah, some some things have been changing. It's been a little bit difficult, but I'm getting it down now. So, but today I do have a fantastic show. Um, Emily Watterson is with me today, and we're going to talk about uh, her life in the paranormal and her family, and um, just get to it. And let's see if I can get her. And there she is. Welcome, Emily. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. Yourself? I'm not too bad. Actually, it's a little rainy outside. Um, it was nice 80 degrees yesterday, but now it's really kind of chilly, and I'm not liking this. I want my summer back. I, I 90 degree weather, I'm I'm happy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, first off, I wanted to. Um, get into a little bit about um, we became friends um, uh, probably about six months ago and I've seen some of your posts on some of your investigations and you really seem to enjoy doing what you do with the paranormal Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, how you got started with that and it's kind of a simple question but it's it's you know my viewers like to know where uh, my guests come from so if you could give me a little bit of a rundown of how you got into the paranormal and just how it's influenced and changed your life okay yeah so um the paranormal was interested me interested me from a very young age um i think my uh, it was my first experience um of um seeing a full-bodied apparition that sort of really got me interested and wanting to know more about it mm-hmm. uh, that was when i was th- around 13 years old and i saw my grandmother at the bottom of my bed oh wow um, she'd passed away a few weeks previously. Um, and I think seeing that and feeling the, the love and the warmth that I felt from seeing her made me want to know um, how, why, and how could this be possible? So I started to look into uh, the paranormal, um, into what spirits were, um, how we can communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, then obviously years went by, I had children, um, finding time to do things with, uh, I have five children, so finding time to do, oh, wow. do things is, is quite difficult. So I it was bet. all put on hold. It was an interest, but not something I followed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. then it was just a few years ago that um, I decided to um, progress with mediumship and the um, actual go- actually going on investigations myself. Okay, wow. Yeah, I, I just realized that... Um, you were um, starting your your mediumship, and you are uh, getting more into that now. Um, have you had time? Uh, you said you had five kids. Yes. Oh my goodness! So, um, c- congratulations on your children. Um, that's a large family. So, how is it that you kind of manage some of the things that you do in the paranormal with your family? I it can, I'm sure it can be difficult. Uh, yes, um, I have a very supportive husband who um, supports me in, in everything I do and looks after the children when I go away. 
um, you know, mm -hmm. at weekends when I do investigations. Um, also, um, my mum is a big help. She lives locally to me. So it, I've got a lot of family around me that will support me in what I do. Oh, wow. Really wow. Nice. So um, tell me a little bit about um, your first uh, really true experience, like your first investigation that you went on. How long ago was that? Uh, my first investigation was uh, probably not that long ago. In, when you look at, at the sort of perspective of it, it's probably about mm -hmm. a year and a half ago now. Okay, okay. Um, but I think since then, I've pretty much been out every weekend. So right. I've, I've built up a, a big repertoire of uh, investigations. <laughs> right. Once you get addicted to that, I mean, once you get into that whole aspect of, oh, yeah, you know, paranormal investigations are so much fun. I mean, but also it's just... The fact that, and especially being um, a medium, you 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 tend to look at things in a different way and experience things in a different way. Somebody who, let's say, um, isn't on that track of being gifted, you know what I mean? So yeah. they're kind of, it's it's a whole different spectrum. And you know, being uh, gifted like that, um, as myself, it it makes things more interesting. Yes, definitely. To say, you know what I mean? So, um, do you have a team that you go with then or do you do it by yourself or um I, I work with various teams so i like to go and work with different teams um meet different people see how different teams work um, mm. so that, that's one of the things i love about um doing the paranormal investigations it's meeting the new people and just seeing how how other people work right 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 yeah I, that's that's the whole thing for me too is um i like to meet other people and I do, um, sometimes I do virtual walkthroughs, uh, mediumship walkthroughs for paranormal teams when they do their live or something like that, kind of just to give them that, that extra help, you know, um, and it's, it's been interesting to say the least. So, mm -hmm. um, now with you and, and your family, um, how do your, how old are your kids? Let's go that way. Uh, they are six, seven, eight. 13 and 19. Oh, okay. So you have a large spectrum of <laughs> of, of, of uh, ages for kids. Yeah. How does your oldest feel about what you do? Um, she she doesn't believe in anything um, sort of spiritual uh, or paranormal. So she, mm -hmm. she's a non-believer um, and she sort of keeps out of it. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. My daughter down the 13 year old um she's very much the same as me so she does come out with me on investigations uh so we work together quite a lot oh okay okay yeah. that's cool it's it's kind of it's kind of nice to be able to have a family member or two or three or or five that want to be able to kind of contribute or to be a part of of something that is a passion for you yes. um how does how does your family feel about you being a, a medium and experiencing these things? When did you come to terms with that? When did you realize this is who I am and this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do? And I just, you know, people will accept me or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was only it was only a couple of years ago that I did sort of come to terms with it and uh, and realized what what I could do. Mm -hmm. uh, the majority of my family, um, especially you know my immediate family, are very supportive. They understand, um, and yeah, they're very accepting of it. Um, there are some members of my family that are sort of not so sort of that they think oh, it's, it's rubbish, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually have that too myself. Yeah. So I I can totally relate to that. Um, but it for 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 me it was more of a acceptance and and realizing that I had to come over that fear of what people would think or you know say to me or something like that. So I'm sure that you probably experienced that similar route. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, has it gotten? easier as time goes on i mean with people accepting who you are in, in that sense yes i think so yeah yeah i mean my, most of my friends are friends sort of from the paranormal world anyway mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um, and those that are not from from the paranormal world do accept what i do that's cool yeah i've noticed i've noticed that there's there's quite a few people even where i work i mean there's quite a few people who don't know who i am and then they when they do know they're like oh it's really cool and there's other ones that kind of just take it with a grain of salt you know which there's a lot of different people out there a lot of different collective people out there that you know will accept or will not accept but for the most part i think mediumship as a whole i think a lot more people are coming around to being accepting of that, especially yeah. for, you know, everything that's been happening in the world as of late. And, you know, they're kind of looking for that. Um, yeah, definitely. that help that that assistance, you know what I mean? That now now have you had somebody come to you and ask for readings? Or have they come to you and said, Hey, you know, I, I could use some information? Yes, I have quite a few people uh, contact me to ask for readings, but I don't do private readings. So I just, uh, at the moment, I use my mediumship for my investigations. And mm -hmm. that that's how I like to use it at the moment. Right, right. Yeah. Um, have you experienced, um, like, if you do readings for people, you know, like you said, that you don't do private readings, is it something that you're looking to get into? Or is it something that you're just not going to do it? Uh, I may possibly in the future. Yeah, I okay. think it's uh, it is a confidence thing. I think because mm -hmm. uh, um, I think if you're um, contacting spirit for somebody, it, I think it, it's so important and um, it's it's got to be so so perfect. Uh, right, and it right. Could affect them, it could affect their life. So to right, me, it's right. a thing to do. Right. Uh, it's a, it's that responsibility, you know, it's a, yeah. it comes with it, having a great gift like that comes with great responsibility, you know, and yeah. I'm sure that, you know, you know that it, you, you really want to be able to be as accurate as you can, you yes. know, and there's a lot of people out there that I think that just kind of miss that mark. And I think that they're afraid to, to kind of take that step and, and trust themselves. And yes. that's, that's a big issue. I mean, there's a lot of different mediums out there, a lot of different psychics, and I think that they are. There's ones out there that just can't seem to get past that confidence aspect of it, yeah. you know. And it because it is a it's a big pill to swallow, you know. I mean, once you realize that, I mean, I'm sure there's people listening and watching now that that realize that, you know, they were at one point wondering how they were going to do it, and then now they're kind of like thrown into this, and they're they want to do it, but they're they're kind of afraid of the confidence isn't there. Yeah. But I like I tell everybody, you know, um, believe in what you're doing, believe in your dream, believe in that who you are, that there's a reason why you are who you are. And that acceptance will grow and it will come as, you know, as in time. And I think that a lot of people need to hear that today. And 
yeah so that's that's why I, you know i love talking with mediums i love talking with people like you and you know experiencing and so people can experience other different sides of of the paranormal as well as the mediumship side and this and that so let me ask you um it was there a time where you had done a, uh, an investigation that really kind of threw you for a loop uh, yes, I think um, quite recently we went to um, a place called Hinchinbrook House uh, in Huntingdonshire, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was an experience. That was sort of the the biggest experience I've had regarding mediumship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, pushed by spirit, oh. Um, oh. and I've never been pushed before. I've, I've connected, communicated. Uh, mm-hmm. I I've seen. I've heard. Um, I have had gentle touches, very gentle touches on on my shoulder and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this particular time, um, I, I connected to a female spirit up in one of the, the bedrooms in the house. And then um, later on downstairs in the library, um, I, I came into contact with this very, very angry male. Um, and he was coming closer and I, I could feel his energy coming closer to me. And I was sort of asking him to step back um, and then my team asked me to uh, step back up to the other end of the room, away from this energy. And as I went to step away, um, it, it was as though someone had run at me and pushed me in the back, and I was pushed over onto the floor. Oh wow! But yeah, that was um, quite so. You were you weren't just pushed; you were pushed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've experienced similar things, but I was in a in a a, a restaurant and. I felt it. That was that was that was crazy. But um, for everybody who's just turning in, I have Emily Watterson here with us, uh, paranormal investigator and medium. Um, so, talk a little bit about how long are your investigations? Like when you go with people, how long do they usually stay out? Is it like an all night thing, or is it? Um, that usually the average is around six hours. Okay. Um, but then we we do some that are a lot longer. There'll be sort of sleepover, so we'll stay at the venue overnight. Uh, not that we sleep much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to waste any time, so um, I, right. I just sort of stay up. Right. So um, we recently did a whole weekend at a castle in Gloucestershire, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I didn't didn't get much sleep um, for the two nights. I, I just didn't want to waste time. So. Right, right, right. Now, speaking of castles, I I, I love castles. Um, I have distant relatives from Scotland, and um, I I love the Scottish castles. I love all castles, but I have yet to been to one. I have yet to been over in Europe, and I would love to be to investigate or just do a walkthrough of a castle. Now, where you're at. Um, what would you say would be one of the the most notable or most haunted ones that that either you want to go to or that you've been to? Okay, so I would say the the most notable haunted castle that everybody wants to go to that I haven't been to is Chillingham Castle, okay. um, uh, sort of uh, Northumbria, sort of towards Scotland, but not not mm-hmm. quite as far as Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has a, a very very haunted history um and almost everybody wants to go there but i am planning to go there later in the year oh but, awesome 
not yet been. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you have any uh, stories of of that place? I mean, could you? There's there something that you could share with that with my listeners. No, not with Chillingham Castle. No, I do try not to look too much into the haunted history of somewhere before I go. Right, right, so right, right. Normal history. It's quite important to know the history of the place. Right, but the but kind of yeah, just kind of leave it at that. Especially for me too. I I like to go to places that I don't really know anything about. Yeah. Um, and and most of some of the the, the notable ones, uh, you know, people tell stories and, you know secondhand accounts and this and that but even then i i'm more i'm kind of like you like that i just i don't want to know you know i mm. don't want to have anything influence me in any way yeah but you know it's just and there are some great um ghost stories i mean everybody loves a ghost story so yeah. i mean could you um tell one that like that that you've been to a castle or someplace that's been really haunted that you could tell a story that that has been known to happen at this place uh yeah there's a castle actually in scotland uh where i i was married okay it's called comlongan castle mm-hmm. and it's in uh, it's not far from a town called annan in dumfries and galloway okay uh, a stunning castle um really beautiful the atmosphere is is really really um yeah 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 it's it's very nice there um i haven't investigated there but as i said i got married there um mm-hmm. but there is a story there um about um a lady uh, her name was uh, lady carruthers okay and, um she was being forced to marry someone um from another family to marry into money and she wasn't happy about that, so uh, she threw herself off the roof of the castle. Oh wow! Uh, and then her body is supposed to be um, buried. All, all separate parts of her body are supposed to be buried in the grounds of the castle, and she she haunts that castle. Oh wow! So that's that's quite yeah yeah that that would be something else. And you know, it kind of seems too that I mean, even even in the U.S., I mean, we've got um, like. Not so many like castles that I know of, but I mean, when you talk about um, entities or you know stories of of people who you know have had you know arranged marriages or you know failed marriages or failed something, and it's when they some of these spirits that have taken their lives or die somehow. I mean, it's it's a love base. I mean, it's all about you know it's just this traumatic this person left me or this person, you know, I was forced to marry this person or, you know, it's just, it kind of seems the running gamut of that whole storyline, you know, I mean, we, we have hotels here in the U S that, you know, talk about, um, uh, women who have, you know, gotten pregnant from somebody that was already getting married, that was already married and this and that, and the the whole story of them and they, they kill themselves or they hang themselves and, and it's like that yeah. person, you know, haunts this room and um mm-hmm. you see a lot of those and I think a lot of uh traumatic death, especially even like suicides, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean you see a lot of those stories that um of, of the hauntings of all these places. Yeah. And I can only imagine, you know, being in like around like London or or even in Europe in general, I mean, there's so many different stories that come out of there that are just fascinating, you know, and they're just, you can't, 
can't really go through all of them. There's so many of them. Yes, and I've, I, you know, and I've, and I've, I've had some friends that have gone over there and investigated and they just, it's just plentiful. You know, it's just, it's like pick and choose. I mean, yes. you know, there's, there's every place. And yeah. so, yeah, the history alone, I mean, and that's another thing I want to ask you too is, um, how are you with the, with the, all the history and, you know, is that something that really interests you or is it something that you kind of a passion along with being a medium and being an investigator? Is that something that you really strive to get, you know, to learn more about is the history of aspect of the investigating and mediumship? Yeah. I mean, I love history. I've always loved history. Um, that was my, it was my favorite subject at school. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. it, it's something I, I like to teach my children as well. I think history is very important and um, it's sort of underestimated. I don't think it's taught so much now as it should be. Because mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it's an important part of who we are and where we come from. Oh, I agree. So I love to go out to um, a lot of historical places with, with my family and mm -hmm. um, around and learn the history, um, learn about the kings and queens and, you know, and, the different eras that that we've lived that you know we've lived through and yeah it's i love history it's fascinating right right so um being a medium i'm gonna kind of not really put you on the spot but maybe kind of put you on the spot um there are some like castles you know like of the royal family and this and that um do you feel that with that that history alone that there have been rumors or talk of hauntings with the royal family yeah i mean i'm sure that there must be many stories um so we've got windsor castle edinburgh castle mm -hmm. uh they've got, um some of the houses that sort of sandringham house and you've obviously got buckingham palace um and i, I can't pinpoint any stories but i'm sure i've, I've heard right many right right things. yeah yeah so it, yeah. it's just it, it that that would just be to be a fly on the wall, I mean, in, in one of those places that it's that that would you know, the history alone, you know, yeah. just to, to to learn that. Um, and actually, um, uh, one of my very distant relatives um, in Scotland uh, actually was kind of like, I don't know what you would call him. It's kind of like I use this reference because this is the only way I can uh, use it. Um, like the, the sheriff of Nottingham. You know what I mean? Kind of like that. That okay. Um, yeah. My one of my descendants um, guarded um, the king. Um, huh? King Henry, was it Henry? Was it? It's um, uh, Queen Mary of Scots' son. Right. Okay. Was is that Henry? I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he was the. He was like after she had passed, and then he was. Um, uh, gosh, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it, I found that on a on a ancestry thing, and it was just right. I read I read the whole article, and it was just really really cool to see that. And when you talk about like Edinburgh, that is one place that I would love to visit. Have you visited Edinburgh? I have. Um, okay, years ago, about nineteen years ago. Um, so I've not not been there sort of since i've been doing mediumship or investigations but i i would love to go that, can you imagine can you imagine the things that, that you would sense and feel i mean just going in there and you know having your gifts open like that it would just be like i feel like a kid in a candy store you know yeah. i mean i would just be like oh my gosh 
And the history alone of, you know, the deceptions and the murders and the yeah. whole the whole nine yards would just be that would kind of kind of to me be like here where we would have like the insane asylums type thing. You know, I mean, yeah. it would just be so overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. that's why I, I, I haven't frequent any insane asylums or any asylums just because of the simple fact that it, it's just energy and overload you know it's just it's yes. so much you know have you experienced any of that at any place where you're just like this is too much um I, I think possibly the the one i was telling you about where i was pushed the energy there was that that night i've been there previously uh twice mm -hmm. um but the energy hadn't felt so bad mm -hmm. this time it was like an energy overload and then i, I just ended up collapsing on the floor through um, just, I was just like psychically drained. I just fell back down. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, some of that. I've, I've experienced certain things being in some place where you ever go into a place and you kind of feel like beside yourself as soon as you go inside. It's kind of like you almost have to like you, you're like separate. It's like there's two of you. I mean, it's yeah. almost it's just this weird feeling. And yeah. I always thought when I was growing up that that was that was just me being odd, you know, but realizing talking with other mediums that yes, that is an actual thing where you could like, you step outside of yourself. And then yeah. at that moment you kind of have to reconnect and it's like, wow, that's a, yeah. Yeah. I experienced, I experienced that a lot when I was growing up, I would go into a friend's house and then I would feel like this, like beside myself literally. So that's not just a saying, <laughs> you know, yeah. when people say, yeah, I feel beside myself, but literally you do. Yeah, literally. And yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, now, um, you, you say you, your friends are know of you and, and support you. So yeah. have you ever had them say, give me a reading? Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And I, I tend not to, I will do healing on them, spiritual healing. Yep, yep, yep. I'll do that for them. Right, uh, right. Readings, I, I just, I tend, I tend not to, especially if I know them, because again, I'm right, not right. Yeah, about, yeah. A lot about them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I, can, I kind of feel the same way. I, I've, I've had friends that, you know, want a reading and this and that, and it's like I, that's why I don't, that's why I don't read family, is because yeah. I, I, I know too much. You know, I know I, there's too many. If I didn't know you, then it's it's easier because the fact that that you feel that all that information that you're getting is is genuine. Yeah. Yes. Know? Yeah. And not to say that I wouldn't. I mean, if it was if spirit basically said if it was you know an original, you know something different that I didn't know or something that that person could validate, and that's yeah. that's one thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, so let me ask you, what do you what do you do? When you're not investigating, you're not taking your taking care of your family. Are um are you working? Uh, no, I home educate the children. So oh I okay, all right. That that's awesome. So that's alone uh, got to be a full time job. I mean that's just with with you know five children and you have what four three in school. Uh yeah, four would be in four. School. Okay, 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 right. Now, did you find that that when you first when you started doing that is is that something that came natural for you, or is it something that was difficult, or did you just kind of this is what I got to do? Um, yeah, I, 
I mainly did it for health reasons. Uh, for for my my one of my children, uh, my daughter is type one diabetic. Okay. Uh, so I felt that her her care was vitally important, and um, I should be responsible for that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So uh, my my eldest daughter, um, she has um, autism. So okay. again, it was important for me to make sure that her mental health was um, was taken care of properly. And you were there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the three smaller ones, I've just home educated them because I believe that if I was home educating the other two, it just made sense to to keep them all together. Right, right. Oh, that that's awesome that you do that. I mean, nowadays I think there's a lot more people that are are getting into that. Um, yeah. That yeah. home education, you know, I, I just think that they really they really want to be able to take charge of their education, and yeah, you know, and I think that that's that, that's a good thing. You know, so um, let's talk about, um, do you watch any paranormal shows? To be honest, no, um, not many. Okay. Um, okay. One reason being the children always have the television on with their programs on. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. and I don't have much time to sit down to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either um, sort of sorting the kids out, uh, you know, doing family things uh and then it's nice to sort of spend some time w- without the television on you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah so yeah. I, I tend not to watch much of anything on tv to be honest right right um now do you when you're in, when you're investigating and you know, i wanted to ask you before i almost forgot um do you have equipment that you use or yes. okay yeah, yeah what, i do have you do have, uh, yeah. I have quite a lot of equipment that I use. Uh, sometimes I choose not to open up to spirit, um, and I'll just use equipment. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if I'm working for other teams, um, there's a couple of teams I work for that I lead groups for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I, I won't open up, and I'll, I'll lead the groups. So um, I'll be assisting them and showing them how equipment works, and trying to um, sort of get communication using equipment. So that mm-hmm. the other people are sort of, have, you know, enjoying their evening and, and getting something out of it. Right, right. Do they do the people that you go out with? Do they would they prefer you use your gifts, or would they rather, or some of them say, yeah, no, we, you're okay with using, you know, your equipment or whatever we're using our equipment. Um, have you found the what the difference is? I mean, do you have like an even amount of responses or even amount of information? when using your the equipment they have or you have compared to your gifts yeah yeah i think it's it's probably equal so um last night we were on an investigation um and we we it was with quite a it was a big place it was an old old school museum mm-hmm. uh so there was three groups of us uh there were seven of us in each group um and quite often we'll split it up so we'll have a medium in each group and then uh, we'll have someone that's um interested in the uh, EVPs in each group, uh, someone that's interested in using apps. But this time we kept the mediums together and mm-hmm. the, the people interested in like EVPs and recordings together. And then the people that wanted like the, the noisy equipment together. Oh, oh. Um, that worked really well because the, the power of all the mediums together was, mm-hmm. was really good, really strong. And we came up with some, some really interesting stuff. Hmm. That was my next question. How do you feel about 
um, being around or being in a collective of, of different of more mediums in a paranormal investigation, um, is, do you find that to be better or do you find that to be it's too much? No, I find it better. I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I love to sort of um, blend with another medium or um, just I feel the energy from them and I feel I work better when I'm around other mediums. Mm -hmm. It seems to sort of just give me more more energy. Right, right. The collective, the the energy yeah. that that is kind of like, you know what I mean. And yeah. now now have you ever? There there's a lot. I would say there there's there's a lot of people uh, claiming to be mediums, and a lot of them are doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And um, I think that the the the, the collective the the mediums that are, are doing what they need to do because of the fact that they want to help people, they want to do this and, you know, but do you think that there is just as many of these people that are doing it just for, for financial reasons and not for helping people? Do you think that there's an even amount or do you think that there's more people helping instead of, you know what I mean? Uh, well, I'd like to think there was more people helping. Um, right. Have you ran into anybody that was, suspect uh no no not okay not yet no uh, okay but i i find i ha i i have and it's oh, it's okay. it's it's interesting let's just say that it's interesting right yeah but yeah. it's yeah. it's quite sad it, i feel i feel very sad that that someone would um sort of have have that gift but then um sort of exaggerate on it to make it more um sort of theatrical or more interesting people and right. yeah, that's right. quite sad yeah right yeah so i i have a saying of you know um be good do good and be genuine yes absolutely and i can't stress that enough with a lot of the people you know in the paranormal field because there's so much drama and so much of everything going on in the paranormal field right now that yeah i just I, I I sometimes I have to turn it off. I mean I I have to, you know, not go on Facebook or you know whatever just because of the fact that there's so much of it yeah. and it, and it creates that that negative energy and especially when you're just seeing it or reading it, you're kind of being drawn into that whole drama yourself. Even if you're not interacting with it, but just reading it and taking it internally, yeah, visually, you know, and seeing all this stuff, it's just it's just not healthy, you know, no, and I agree. And, you know, I basically, I have some friends, uh, some very good friends who, you know, think the same way that this yeah. drama and this whole thing with, you know, who's better with this or who's better with yeah. that, you know, and it's just, people don't realize that we're all just trying to find answers. You know, yeah. we're all just trying to find the truth yes. and we're trying to find the proof. And, there's, I don't think that there is anybody that is better than anybody else in that aspect. No, absolutely not. No, there right. are no, no investigators and no mediums better than any other. Everybody right. works differently. Um, everybody knows something different mm -hmm. um, and in all the time. And I think when it comes to paranormal and mediumship, everybody, I believe, is equal. And mm -hmm. We should all be able to work together. And uh, like you say, we all want the same thing. We're all looking for right. the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, so we should work together uh, right. and lose the egos and just enjoy what we do. Right. And right. Just 
bend together and work together. Right, right. The egos is is what gets me. I I, I just can't even fathom some of the things that I've seen, and it's just mm. like, gosh, really, you know. Yeah. So, but you know, having said that, with you know the egos and and you know no nobody be better. Yeah, yeah, in some aspects, everybody know there's people that are in the paranormal field and individuals that may know something others that others do not, which exactly. is good. You know what I mean? And they could share that information. Yeah. But with mediums, sometimes with some of the people doing mediumship, and I'm not calling out any mediums at all or anybody claiming to be mediums. I'm just saying in as a whole... And some of the some of the um, areas of mediumships that uh, medium um, mediumship messages and and this and that from different people, they just their your your intention is everything. Yeah. You know, as as long as your intention is true and good and genuine. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, trusting spirit. But it's just I've never looked at it as in I'm going to make money doing this. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. I mean, I, I, I just, I, and I, and I can't say that I haven't charged because I, I do charge, but mm -hmm. I do it on a, on a basis of if I'm led to do so. I don't, yes. I don't market myself. I'm not, you know, I don't have a website. I don't, you know, I mean, maybe eventually, but I'm just not, that's not my intention. I wasn't, yeah. I was, I don't do it to make money no. in that sense. You know what I mean? Even no. if I was broke, I still, that's not the reason why I would do it. It would just be basically your intentions of helping people, you know, yeah. and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and being in a, a paranormal investigator as well is the fact that, you know, I haven't done too many I don't really do them anymore. Any like home investigations? Have you done any home investigations? Uh, yeah, I've done a couple of private house investigations. Okay. Yeah, quite quite interesting. Yeah. Right, and I I think that um, I I don't really do it anymore, um, just because of the fact that it, I just kind of the show's taken over and this and that. But yeah. I've done it before, but compared to a building or a business or something like that when you get into a home investigation that's a whole different different world it i mean you know absolutely i mean can you talk a little bit about an experience any experiences you've had with some of the private homes uh yeah there's a private home um i investigate um not, not too far from from where i live um and it's uh it's an old 14th century coaching in uh, no 12th 12th century. I think part of it is 12th century, so it's very, very old. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's um, a, a man lives there with his family, and uh, his his children are grown up, and his grandchildren come to visit him. And uh, that is it's it's a stunning home. Uh, he lets he he lets us go in and um, talk to his spirits. Mm -hmm. um, and we we only have good experiences there. It, it's a happy home, and there's happy spirits. Mm -hmm. um and quite often I, i'm affected with laughter when i'm there um so there, yeah, there's lots of happiness there and it's it's a really nice it's nice to go to a private home someone's home rather right. than a museum or a castle right right it's yeah. nice to be invited you know and it's <laughs> nice to be able to you know be able to help somebody and that's what it when i used to do like home investigations or whatnot i it was all about helping. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, have you ever experienced, like, being a medium, have you ever connected with spirit while you're, like, talking to somebody on the phone, like, via text or, you know, something like that? Um, I do get random things coming through, um, but um, I... You're reluctant. <laughs> yeah, to, to give it, and I do. I do try and not open up unless mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, unless I am working. Right, so I, right. I do try and keep my aura small and keep closed down <laughs> somewhere. Right. So the, I had to tell you this story. There was there was one time where uh, I was doing. I was helping a lady and her family um, in their in her home and. I had talked to her, I just talked to her on the phone, and I was explaining, you know, to her what we do and this and that. And this was probably three years ago. And, you know, and she was like, well, we're looking forward to, you know, seeing you and seeing, you know, what you can do and, you know, help us with this whole whatever they had going on in their home and this yeah. and that. And I said, okay. So I, I hung up the phone and I was talking with a friend of mine and I got a text. And it was from the number that I just talked to this 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 grandmother, and yeah. it said on there, um, "Can you help me?" And I said, "Oh, okay." And I so I called her back and I said, "Was there something you needed?" And then she's like, "No." I I said, "I just got a text from you," and she's like, "My phone's been sitting next to me. I'm watching TV right now." Hi. I'm like, I was like, "Oh, that's a first." <laughs> And so, so she was like, yeah, she's like, uh, and this was a grandmother. I mean, and she was an older lady, so she wasn't really tech savvy, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. So I said, I just got this message from this number. And she's like, I didn't send you anything. And I was like, oh, and then come to find out later that the, the spirit that was there, the lady it was an old lady, um, she was dressed in like fifties attire and she right. was, you know, and there were other ones there. And then I got this whole story and this and that, but then, but that text made sense to me after I had done the investigation. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. So that was weird. I, I, I got a text from a spirit, which <laughs> that was, that was a first and that was kind of crazy. So, but it, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I still to this day, I just thought that that was because I knew it was there. It was really weird when I got the text and then I kind of got this. This is odd. And so, yeah, but that's probably one of my favorite stories to tell people that, yeah, I got I got a test from a ghost, you know, wow. but yeah, I mean, you hear other people that talk about, you know, getting strange phone calls. Yes. You know, yeah. and I don't know if you have you do you know anybody that's ever experienced anything like that? I don't know anybody, no, but I've heard I've heard stories about about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're um even with like the old rotary phones, remember those? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll dial. Yeah, and oh, yeah. the the old rotary phones and then I, there was a story of the lady that picked up a a phone and she just she heard like small voices or something like that and she couldn't figure out what it was it was years ago mm. but um but yeah so it's just like i think the spirits are getting a little you know uh, more updated with their text text yeah. savviness so you know i think that they're they're coming they're coming into 
under the under the light of the technology, so which is really <laughs> weird. But um, so, how do you feel about um, like the the paracons and stuff like that, the the gatherings of all these paranormal people and have these events? And um, have you ever been to like a paracon or event? No, I am due to go to um, a, a meeting like that uh, in June. So that will be my first one where there'll be guest speakers um, okay. talking about di different things relevant to the paranormal. And then also um, afterwards, there'll be an investigation in the evening um, and during the night at, at the, the building that it's being held in. So that mm -hmm. will be my first one. But I think I think it's a great idea. Right, right. Meeting mm -hmm. people, chatting with them finding out about places they've been to, experiences they've had, equipment they use. Um, it's mm -hmm. all, to me, it's all fascinating. Right. And I think as of late, I mean, some of these um, paracons and these events have, are coming more, I mean, more more efficient and more, you know, places they're, they're, they're popping up in. And, I mean, I, I see um, on Facebook people posting that this paracon and that paracon and this, yeah. you know, I mean, I think it was, you know, whoever, you know, coined that phrase, you know, I don't know how long they've been going on, but I remember seeing the Comic-Con back in yeah. the day with all the comic books and this and that. And then when yeah. somebody just said, hey, why don't we have a Paracon? Now everything's a con. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's, a, I right. mean, they've got everything. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was one that I had interviewed um, somebody from, uh, what was it? the unexplained festival i think it was called and right. it was it was over in in the uk and um that was pretty cool and you know i would love to be able to travel to go to a lot of these paracons you know but it's just yeah you know i i have one i have one actually that i'm going to uh here uh in and i live in wisconsin and mm -hmm. i have an hour away at the broadhead matter at spirits in the spring with the mm -hmm. um, Nick Sarlo and Shadow and Shadow Hunters and you know he put this on and I can't wait and I'm really excited. This is the yeah. Saturday and it's just like, you know, when you get together with with like-minded people, it just it just makes things better. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, you could share so much and and you could find out things you didn't know. Exactly. You know, and that's that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So let's talk a little bit more about your investigations. I wanted to know if there's something where you were supposed to go to investigation and spirit said don't. Okay, now that that was actually quite recently. <laughs> uh, it was it was just a few weeks ago. Um, I I contacted um, a, a man. Um, about going on, on an investigation with him uh, down a bunker. Um, and it was actually to do some filming for uh, for a show for him, I believe. Uh, there was, I think there was going to be quite a few of us there. And my husband was all geared up to look after the kids and everything. And then something told me, um, no, <laughs> don't, go, don't go. So I contacted him and said, sorry, you know, I can't, I can't make it. Um, but it... <laughs> I wanted to go, but then something told me it, it's not it's not right, which is really it's really strange because I'll jump at the chance to go to an investigation. It's weird that I that you say that because I, I was kind of led to ask you that question. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
and yeah. I was like, ask her about the time of, the, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, so every once in a while with my guests, I do get that spirit yeah. kind of comes through and, and, you know, injects I, themselves, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, so you ended up not going now, have you ever come across somebody who said, hey, let's go investigate this place, and then you're like, yeah, that's not a good idea? No, no. No. I think where, everywhere that someone suggested or we've been to, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you're all you, You're in it to win it. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever had the feeling of, of no, you shouldn't go. That's right, that's right. So, yeah, but I, I'll I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I've all, I've experienced that a couple times, um, mm -hmm. and I was like actually going to get in the car and go, and I kept hearing this, "Don't do it, don't do it." And then when I talked to my my buddy Josh, he was the camera guy on my uh, paranormal team. Um, I caught talked to him, and he said, "That's weird that you say that because I got the same feeling." Right. You know, and so, yeah. yeah, sometimes, you know, when you got to, you trust your intuition. Yes. You know, I, I just, it's like following your heart. You got to trust your intuition. And if it's something, and, and that's not to say that it, it's just for the paranormal. It can go with anything. You know, anything. I mean, if, if if you get that message that you shouldn't go to this, this pub or go to this restaurant or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah, just don't do it. I mean, there then there's a reason. And a lot of people who don't realize that, you know, that they come across and say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I just kind of felt like I shouldn't go, but I went anyways, and then this happened. You yeah. know, it's like, well, there is a reason for that. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. but, yeah. So do you have anything in the works, like, um, coming up this weekend? Like you said, you were, you were, like, gone every weekend for your investigations. That's yeah, uh, this weekend I'm at, just at a local museum with another small team uh, called Fifth Sense Paranormal. Uh, so we're, we'll be working together, and I think it's uh, there's a, another small group coming with us. I think it's the the Haunted Hunts, I think. Oh, I'm not quite sure. I've not worked with them before. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but Fifth Sense Paranormal will be there, and uh, we'll we'll work together just as a small group, um, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll we'll check out this local museum. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the following week, I'm at another local museum um, in a, in another town nearby, right, uh, which I've right. been to before. Right. So that, that will be be nice. Yeah. It's, it's good energy there. Right. So, and speaking of museums, um, I wanted to ask you, like, not not just museums, but places that you go. Have Have you ever experienced when you're not in that mode to do paranormal investigations or anything, but you are out and about with your family or something and spirit injects themselves or you, you sense something or you see something or, you know, how do you, how often do you have that happen? Um, quite frequently, not all the, <laughs> quite frequently. Um, I will go, um, cause, um, I like to take my family to, um, over here we have like English heritage and national trust, which, mm -hmm. um, they look after the, the, the big stately homes, um, and the castles, and um those, those sort of places so we have a membership to visit those places so we quite often will go to castles and and stately homes and things and uh, sometimes i will walk around and i'll feel things mm -hmm. 
and pick stuff up and right yeah right you're kind of expecting that aren't you yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel feel energy sometimes like i might walk into a room and just feel sad all of a sudden right right get a pain or um, a headache you know or Mm -hmm. you get that Mm -hmm. feeling in your stomach when you know there's an energy in the room right right but i try now 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 is is there a place is there a place that you 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 frequent with your family, you know, a lot, like, let's say there's a restaurant that you guys go to or something that you know, you know more so, like, you kind of learn something new every time you go, you know? Um, yeah, I think possibly the, um, there's a, a local museum to us, Ramsey Rural Museum, um, and that is somewhere where um, that there is quite a dark energy in one area of the museum. Mm-hmm. And every time I go there with my family, so it's, it's just sort of not, not far up the road from us. And I do um, pick up lots of different things. I think some of the artifacts there um, have things attached to them. I do pick up quite a lot from, from there, different things, different feelings, names. Right. I feel quite connected with with that building. Well, then that's kind of like, like a reason that... that, that that you're supposed to to be there you know what i mean it's kind of like more or less that you know when you're when you're admitted that that light's emitted from you and yeah and it's kind of like the spirits that are there whatnot are are attracted to that you know and then there's the ones that want to distinguish that light you know so i've also ran into that but Mm -hmm. uh yeah uh, like the place that i work um i'm supposed to be there and i know that and you know so there's different places i mean i I can walk into a, I think it was the first time I, one of the first times I ever got pushed, I was, I was, when I was working and I was uh, on my lunch break and I was in a Wendy's restaurant. Okay. And I was standing in, standing in line waiting to order my food for lunch. And I got this push in the back of my, in my back. And I I immediately saw this really short old lady. Like I'm like this lady's gonna get knocked out. <laughs> like she's <laughs> pushing me, and I turn around and nobody was there. Right. Okay. And then I was like, okay. And then come to find out later that there used to be on that on that property because it was outside of town, and yeah. there was an old farm there, an old okay. farmhouse there. So I must have been in her space and. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the way. <laughs> so, so yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize that that you know some of that residual energy or even some of the even active energy, yeah, is you know. Now, do you run into uh, the difference between the residual and the active like hauntings? Do you run into a lot of residual? Yeah, um, some of the places we go to, we pick up a lot of residual energy. Um, so some of the um, <clears throat> sort of um RAF bases we go to mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me um we've been to uh one in Norfolk and okay. uh, been um sometimes hear airplane engines um which obviously there isn't any there now but you right. hear obviously sort of the residual energy sort of coming through mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. you hear uh, music from dances they used to have um oh, quite wow. a, as a an airbase not not far from from my house um in fact, one of my family members lives nearby, and uh, they say that you can sometimes like hear 1940s music sort of being played, and it's at the sort of same time, mm-hmm. you know, same time of the the evening, um, and it, I believe that's sort of the residual energy coming from mm-hmm. from there. 
Right, right. And then there's so, yeah, a lot of that, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, especially when you were talking about the music, and I instantly got this 1940s scene of, yeah. you know, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that that's pretty cool. That's cool. So that, that you know, you know, doing this interview with you and talking with you and kind of connecting with you, I could see that you have a very strong uh, center for that, for the mediumship. And I congratulate you on that. And I, you know, wish you the best for that. I mean, that's just, I, I think that there's things that you're going to really uh, come into more, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you that, that you're going to experience this and kudos to you with five kids. That's hands <laughs> down. I mean, that's, <laughs> You know, so, and you know, and, you know, taking care of your family and taking care of your home, you know, that's, that's, that's where it's at. You know, I mean, his family's yeah. everything. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, yeah. so, and it's great that you have that great support system. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, we're about out of time. So I want to thank my guest, Emily Watterson. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Thank you. You know, and yeah, I've, I've learned a lot more about you. And um, so just if you want, you can, you know, let people know if you can want to have any links or anything you want to share where people can find you or whatnot. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. And it's Emily underscore paranormal. So just, just pop onto either one of those uh, formats and check me out. Okay. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in for this early show on Sunday. And uh, this next episode will be the oh, the next episode that we're doing is tonight at 8 o'clock with uh, Dan Norville uh, from uh, Expedition Entity. So that'll be a good show. So everybody tune in for that. Um, I got a busy day today. So, um, <laughs> but again, like I said, I want to thank everybody. Um, you can check this episode out on YouTube, the video, and on Facebook. And I will also be uploading this to all the places where you get your podcasts, including Good Pods, iHeartRadio, Apple, etc. I'm everywhere. So you can check us out there and give us a listen. And listen to Emily. And I want to thank you again so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. See you guys until the next one. Bye.